This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And welcome back. This is Vernon Terrell, and I was speaking with someone today, and this topic of love came up. And what is love? And and is love at the expense of our own health? In other words, is a Christian required to love in the face of mental danger, emotional danger, physical danger? Are we required to put ourselves in a position where we are harmed. And I don't think so. I don't think so. You say, well, Jesus loved the world that he gave. The Father loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him, Jesus, died. He hung on the cross out of love. Absolutely. They came after him, they arrested him, and he was on a mission. He allowed it. I think in our life, when it comes to love, we are to love and express the sacrificial love of Christ, but we are not to twist that idea where we are putting ourselves in harm's way, sometimes the best thing we can do, the best way to love is to step away. Sometimes the best way to love is from a distance. We can be kind and gracious and loving at a distance. Sometimes we need to step away. That may be the most loving thing you can do for someone who is toxic, someone who is hurting you. And that's what was happening in this particular conversation, in this particular context. And yes, every situation is unique. I like uh, what Paul said in um, Romans, and he used a different word. He said in Romans 12, 18, if possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. You know, sometimes it's just not possible. It's out of your control, and we need to step away. The idea that Jesus taught us was to, you know, love our neighbor as ourselves. How loving is it for you to put yourself in harm's way? How loving is that to you? I don't think you can love very effectively. I don't think you can love others effectively if you are consistently allowing 
people to hurt you and harm you emotionally, spiritually. It all starts with, and I've said it many times before in uh, one of my favorite passages uh, when it comes to love, it starts with receiving the truth that God loves us. And John wrote in his letter, some call it a sermon, in 1 John 4, 16, we have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. Do you know that God loves you without condition? Have you believed that truth that God loves you? You see, God is love, John continues, and the one who remains or abides in love, remains or abides in God. And God remains in him. By this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. You, did you know you can have confidence in the day of judgment? Not because of anything you've done or doing or are planning or committing to do. You have confidence in the day of judgment because love has been perfected in you. Do you believe it? Do you believe the truth that God loves you? When you accepted Christ, you were just dumped in his love. You were immersed in his grace and his love in Christ. John continues and says, because as he is, we also are in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not perfected in love. Do you know it? Do you believe the love that God has for you? That's where it starts. And then it goes outward in verse 19. We love because he first loved us. That's where it starts. Understanding and believing the love that he has for us. And then we love. You are now loving out of his fullness and not loving to be loved. That's counterfeit. You are loving because you recognize the truth that you are loved. And there's no fear in that. You can now rest easy because you are loved. And now you are free to love. But loving is not. It is not loving to put yourself in harm's way. That is not love. That is a mixed up, messed up, codependent thing that will cripple your walk. You see, love does not harm. 
I like, uh, if you look at the definition uh, in love in that incredible passage in 1 Corinthians, Paul describes this idea of love. And he's bringing in all these word pictures and he's talks about if I speak with the tongues of mankind and of angels, but I don't have love, I'm just noise. It's just noise. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, how incredible would that be? And have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love. I am nothing. If I give away everything, all my possessions to charity. And if I surrender my body so that I may glory, but do not have love, it just doesn't do me any good. He describes love in verse four that love is patient, love is kind, it's not jealous, love does not brag, it's not arrogant, love doesn't fail. And we are to love others as we love ourselves. Are you patient with yourself? Are you kind to you? How is that working? How is love? How are you loving you and I know that sounds selfish, right? I want to encourage you to receive the truth that you are loved and rest in that love and begin to love who you are, that unique person that you are that has been made a brand new creation in Christ by faith, who's been given a brand new heart. Learn to love you, to be patient with you, to be kind to you. You're not being kind to yourself when you put yourself in harm's way, especially in the context of relationships. And there is a point of loving and, and staying in, in, the, in the fight, if you will, and loving that spouse who may be going off the deep end for a little bit, staying in there and loving them. I get that. I'm not saying just walk away at every whim. I'm saying listen to the Lord and seek the Lord. But if you're being harmed consistently, you need to pause and ask yourself, ask the Lord, what is the loving thing for me to do right now for my spouse or for that other person in the relationship and for me? What is the loving thing to do? And it may very well be that the loving thing to do is to step away. And that's going to rub some people the wrong way. But I think that's something that I would encourage you to seek the Lord on. You don't have to listen to me. 
Ask the Lord, what's the loving thing to do for your spouse? Because sometimes, or what's the loving thing to do for that boyfriend or girlfriend? Sometimes we we start to confuse love with codependency. And we get into this cycle of saying, well, I just, I want to love them and I want to be there for them. But your being there for them is exactly what they don't need. Because now they are feeding off of you and you're actually feeding off of them and you're in this cycle that is very difficult to break. You're you're trying to love and support them and they're off in some addictive behavior or some other uh, type of behavior that's actually hurting you. And maybe that's filling a need for you where you need to be needed. And that's just a lie as well. And you may need to break that cycle. You may need to know when to, when to step away. It's not your job to meet their needs. It's your job to love. So what's that question again? What's the loving thing to do? How can I love them well? I have a friend of mine who has a company called Love Well. All kind of t-shirts and really cool stuff. I encourage you to buy some. Love well. How are you loving well in that relationship? And maybe, okay, it's not that bad, and there's just these little spats here and there. How do you love well? Maybe loving well for you is listening. And you want to be heard, but maybe for that particular time for you loving well is just stopping, pausing and listening, allowing that person to be heard. Maybe loving well is being proactive in that relationship. Maybe you're more of the just sit back and let things happen. Maybe for you loving well is actually going and taking a step in their direction and not always always waiting for them to come to you. How can you love well? What does that look like for you? It's not putting yourself consistently in harm's way. And that's what I want to encourage you, just to take a look at that. And if you're in a relationship, have conversation. Talk it out. Loving well, loving well is expressing well, expressing in humility, expressing in gentleness, because what love is gentle and kind. Is that how you're expressing? It's patient. It's not jealous. Doesn't brag. It's not arrogant. That's God's love. And you can't do that until, or you can't do it effectively 
until you first understand and can receive the love that God has for you. I'd encourage you to take what I used to call a love bath, just or a love shower. I don't think anyone, not many take baths anymore. We do hot tubs, yes. But a love shower and say, Father, right now, I just received the truth that you love me, that I am loved, that you made me a new creation, that you love me without reservation, without any strings. Even in my mess, you just love me. Say that, pray that, thank God for it. Because he loves you. And it eventually... You can say with Paul, as he said in 2 Corinthians 5, this love of Christ controls me. How incredible is that? Which where you have received and understand and rest in his love so much, it just comes out of every pore of your being. That's the Christian life right there. It's that sincere love. It affects everything. It comes out in every way in how you relate in that relationship uh, with that spouse or that boyfriend or that girlfriend or that fiance. It comes out in how you respond and love your kids, your neighbor, your work associates. Love. does not put you consistently in harm's way. Step back if you need to. Step, step away if you need to. You know, you were called, Paul tells us in Galatians, to serve one another through love, to serve one another through love. We are called to know the love of Christ, Paul tells us in Ephesians 3, which surpasses knowledge. And get this, so that you may be filled to all the fullness of God. If you want that if you want to experience Christ in his fullness, then you need to know, understand and believe the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge. So, let me encourage you in this podcast to do a a health check. Do a health check. Are you loving you well? And I know we focus on others, and we should. That's, That's the mission. But are you loving you well? Are you taking care of you? You know your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. He resides in your body, and we talk about taking care of our body to the best of our ability, and we all have different DNA and different 
physical issues, but as best you can, are you taking care of the temple? Are you taking care of your body? Well, you know what else is inside that body? You. In that, in that humanness resides the real you. I mean, it's all you, spirit, soul, and body. And I encourage you to take care of the body, but take care of your soul. Take care of your that the heart. Take care of that inner you. I want you to love well, and I want you to love yourself well. Not this selfish love, but a healthy love. Because God loves you. He died for you. You are one of his. He doesn't want you to Put yourself on a railroad track and and get run over. (laughs) He wants you to take care of you. It's like on that airplane. You know, they say if if the oxygen mask comes down, put put your mask on first. Then you can help others. Well, guess what? Put your mask on. Breathe in God's love. Breathe in his grace. Rest in the truth that you're his brand new creation in Christ. And then go out in love and make sure if you're feeling unsafe, if you're feeling emotionally targeted, ask the Lord, is this time to step away? If you're, if you're not feeling safe, just I, I, I just say, get out. Talk to the Lord as you go. But I, I, again, I encourage you to examine what it means to love well, to love yourself well, to love others well. And don't get it confused with this twisted version of, well, I'm the only one they have. No, God's in there. God loves them more than you do. So what's the Lord telling you? What is your next step in all of this? I don't know what that might look like for you, but I encourage you to stop talking. And today, it may be today, you need to start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.